It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. So excited to be back on the Journey Through Stuck channel with you with my awesome sister, Amanda, who is back from the doTERRA conference. (laughs) And we missed a couple of weeks. I had some farm things going on and she had her conference last week, but we're happy to be back on. And today... I wanted to talk about purpose because it's been something I've struggled with. Um, I have this drive to try to be perfect and always want to know exactly what God wants me to do. And there's this balance between laying it down and listening to God and trusting him and taking the steps, but also growing. You're part of something that's bigger than yourself. When you're a child of God, the Holy Spirit lives in your heart and we're all together as one big body. So we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to do everything. God just calls us to listen to him. So I'm excited to hear the verses that you pulled for us from Corinthians. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you, Kat, for, for jumping on with me today. And I, I missed our last couple of weeks. Me too. <laughs> kind of crazy, but I'm glad we're back doing this. I'm always so encouraged. Um, so we were talking about purpose and um, and God brought first Corinthians to mind. And so at first I was kind of like, well, what, you know, what does that have to do with purpose? Because I usually hear other, other verses kind of referenced when we talk about like God's purpose or God's will for us. And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because I've been asking God, like, where, what direction are we going? Like, what, what is my, you know, next, you know, job or next mission or what do you want me to be doing? next. And so, um, so when you brought me to first Corinthians, I started reading and I realized like throughout most of first Corinthians, Paul is talking about purpose and he's trying to help the Corinthian church understand their role as Christians in the culture that they live in. And so there's so many great verses and great passages in this book that talk about our purpose and our role as a believer and how that kind of plays out in different parts of our lives and different jobs or different spiritual gifts. So, um, you know, there's a few verses that I just want to touch on. One is um, in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, it says, only let each person lead the life the Lord assigned to him and to which God called him. And, you know, this kind of all builds up and accumulates, I feel like in first Corinthians 12 and 13, but he's kind of building a case for what he's going to get to, but he just kind of emphasizes again and again of our own unique gifting of our own unique purposeful situation in life. We all have unique experiences when God calls us, when he opens our eyes and reveals his truth to us, we have already had experiences. We have already had, um, things that we've learned. We have a personality that God has given us. We have strengths and we have talents and he doesn't want those to necessarily like completely change. He refines them for his purpose and his glory, 
but those have been given to us, to each person on purpose. It wasn't an accident that we have this story that we can share with others. So when he says that each person live the life the Lord has assigned to him, he has given us a role and a purpose for a specific reason, because we each have a unique group of people that we connect with, that we can influence, that we can, um, that we can serve. And so he doesn't want us to go and like, try to change who we are. God redeems that and he refines that and he makes it for his own purposes. So I love that reminder because I feel like sometimes we feel like, oh, I need to be like this lady or that lady or this person or that person. But Paul is saying, no, you need to continue in the place where God has assigned you because there's a special and beautiful purpose in that. And then he goes on to say that, you know, he could be doing a lot of things. Paul was like, very well studied, well learned. He was the Jew of, you know, Jew of Jews. He knew everything there was to know about that religion, but he went to the Gentiles. He didn't preach to the Jews. He went to the Gentiles and he says that he is not going to boast about any of this learning, any of this knowledge that he has, but instead he's going to go and serve where God has called him. And it says he does it all for the sake of the gospel so that he might share with them in its blessings. So maybe God has called you to a situation where you feel out of your comfort zone. That's okay, because God is going to equip you with exactly what you need. And there's a reason and there is um, there is purpose in that. Um, and then I really want to just really focus in on um, chapter 12, where he talks about spiritual gifts. and. I think this is so important, just the concept here, um, because we, we look around, like I said, and we might see other people having giftedness or talents, and we might want those ourselves. But he says there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the spirit, the utterance of wisdom, to another, the utterance of knowledge, to another faith, another healing, works of miracles, prophecy, distinguished between spirits, and so on. So God has given each of us skills, talents, gifts. And, and in verse 12 of chapter 12, it says, for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and all, all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would make it, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would make it, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? As it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If, if all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. And I love this reminder because when we think about purpose, sometimes I wish, oh, I wish I could, you know, I love what this person is saying. I love their message. Maybe that should be my message. And God says, no, that's not your message. <laughs> that's her message. 
And then I see someone else writing an amazing book. And I'm like, oh, I love that book. Maybe I should write a book on that same topic. And God said, no, that's not your topic. <laughs> that's not your message. I've given that to that person. I've assigned that person that role, that task. And I'm assigning you a specific task as well. And, you know, your task might change. Maybe in this season, my task and my purpose is, you know, partnering with doTERRA, teaching about essential oils and wellness, and also being a mom to my four kids and homeschooling. Like those are my tasks. So I don't need to look at someone who is on a different journey than mine. Maybe, you know, just to be totally transparent, I see um, like women out there who are, who are, you know, traveling and rocking it. Maybe they don't have kids and they have all this time. And I'm like, man, you know, that must be nice. But God's like, that is their journey. That is their task. And that that's their purpose. And that is their, my plan for them. That's not where you're at right now. Sink into and press into where I have you, because that's where you're going to find the most joy. It, you know, if our ear was trying to be an eye, like that doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. And then we wouldn't have our hearing, right? Like each of our senses has its own beautiful, unique purpose. And they're not, and it, it all works together to create a, a body that all functions the way it's supposed to. And when a part of our body does not function the way it's supposed to, it gives us great stress. It gives us great, um, it gives us a lot of challenges. So like personally, my digestive system is not quite functioning the way I would like it to. Um, and so it's caused me a lot of stress and frustration because I want it to work the way it's supposed to. When our body is in sync, when it's doing what it's meant to be doing, we feel really good, right? Like we feel good. We have energy. Um, we feel like we can go and run 10 miles, you know, when we're, when we're healthy and we're in shape and we're doing what we're supposed to do. Um, so when we are pressing into our purpose with God, with what he's called us to do, we feel joy. And it doesn't mean there aren't going to be challenges sometimes because we have our own doubts and we have our own fears. And just like he's talking here, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem weaker are indispensable. So even if you feel like, well, I don't know how much of a purpose I have, you know, I, I'm home. All I can do is pray. You guys, that is indispensable. Like it might seem like you are doing less than maybe somebody else, but what God has assigned to you is what God has deemed indispensable in his kingdom. So it's not up to us to decide this assignment that God has given me is of less value than the assignment that God has given somebody else, but it is as much, it has as much importance because God is the one who decides. And if he has decided that this is your calling and this is your ministry and this is your purpose, then that is the most glorious calling and purpose that you could be a part of. Because the God of the universe said, this is where I would like you to serve me. So of course, let's do it with joy. Let's do it with joy and with excitement and with love because this is where God has placed us and he knows best. And in the end, you know, talking about purpose in the end, we're going to stand before our creator and he's going to say, what did you do with the gifts that I've given to you? And you're going to say, I did as much as I could do. This is all, you know, I, I served 
as much as I could. And we want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. And in the end, it doesn't matter what this person did and this person and that lady over there, that guy over there and what they're, what God has given to them, because they have to stand before him as well. And they are going to have to be accountable to what, to the assignment that he's given them. So for each one of us, I think it's so important to pray, Lord, what is my purpose? Where, where are you calling me to? And how can I use these gifts that you have given me in a way that best brings you glory? And um, also, of course, you know, just to end like chapter 13 in Corinthians, if you haven't read it, it's all about love. Ask God, how can I do this with great love? How do I do this in a way that points people back to who you are and the great love that you have, um, that you have shown us through sending your son? you know, to die for our sins. So I just, I love this passage and it's such a great reminder because I feel like with social media, (laughs) um, which you guys are all watching probably on some version of social media, or maybe you're listening to this on the website, um, on the divas that care network, um, you know, being online, we see a lot of people doing a lot of things. And sometimes we, um, you know, unnecessarily compare what we're doing to what they're doing, but we just have to remember God has assigned each one of us a good purpose, you know, and when we work together with the other people that God has assigned us, it all flows and all creates this beautiful church that is the bride of Christ. And we're not competing against each other, but we're all using the message. We're all sharing in the work that's being done to call people to him. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. I, I, when I think about purpose, that passage that you read in first Corinthians 12 was just so important about remembering that all parts of the body are equally important to God and we're not responsible for the results. He is, we're just responsible for loving others and for our attitude (laughs) and for following through. You're so patient. I just adore you. Speaking of all parts of the body. (laughs) way to go. (laughs) Oh, anyway, I just really appreciate your time and welcome back. I'm glad to be jumping back on with you. And if anybody's on and you have questions about the Bible or you want Amanda or I to help you with any information on the word, the Bible, uh, prayer, anything, please just ask us. We just really want to share God's light and love. Um, If you think about Jesus, when he came, he was all about loving everybody without judgment. And that's what he's asking us to do. So just let us know how we can help you and pray for you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.